Hi there. We're doing something a little different this week. Three seventh grade teachers from Cedarbrook Middle School in Cheltenham, Pennsylvania, interviewed their students about what it was like being in school and out of school this year, and they turned those interviews into podcast episodes. We're releasing these episodes over three days. Enjoy. This is High Tech High Unboxed. I'm Alec Patton, and today I'm here with Isaac Stanford. Isaac, how you doing? I'm all right. How's it going, Alec? It's going good. Do you want to introduce yourself? Tell the people what you do? Yeah, sure. Um, so my name is Isaac Stanford, and I teach seventh grade social studies at Cedarbrook Middle School, and I have for about 15 or 16 years now. But the last couple of years, I started doing some work with project-based learning, uh, went out to High Tech High and and met you out there and yeah worked on a fellowship with you last year and then this podcast as well yeah and that's in we should say in cheltenham which is just outside philadelphia is that a fair description that is a fair description yeah it's adjacent to philadelphia and so this year we started out with this idea that you were going to make a podcast about a project that you did with students talk me through what were you thinking you were going to do at the start of the year when you applied Last year, we had worked together and I had done this project called the Manual Cinema Project where I had kids working in groups, um, recording and creating shadow puppet, cinematic shadow puppet movies. And so I had been kind of developing a whole wheelhouse of projects um, based on what I saw out of High Tech High and what I could implement in my classroom at Cedarbrook. Um, So this year, my coworkers, Deb and Kristen, talked me into doing this fellowship because I wasn't even going to do the the podcast after trying to just figure out what to actually do at all this year. Um, and so, you know, initially we were thinking about creating a podcast chronicling a project that we did in our classroom like I had done last year, but it quickly turned into just basically documenting the school year itself and what the experience was like for our students and for us because um, it was so different than any other year of teaching. And what was your breakthrough for this episode? What what led you to the place where you ended up? So the episode itself is just uh, me speaking with students about what it's like to be a seventh grader during this past school year. And it was really focused on trying to get some voices from students that came back in person. We started all virtually uh, with students just on Google Meets at their houses. And then in February, we came back and some students came back into the building in person, but we still had students at home virtually on Google Meets. It was a great project for me just because it gave me a really good excuse to check in with my students and, and talk to them about how things were going. And I think some of the students you'll hear in the podcast enjoyed the conversations and were able to say, you know, there's everything from just, the, you know, what it's like to be a seventh grader in the silly, goofy sense of that age, but also some very kind of serious and profound thoughts. I mean, it was a very intense year and um, the students really, I thought, were very thoughtful in terms of talking about that. Awesome. I thank you so much. Let's play it. What it's like to be a seventh grader in 2021. It's different, different, different. (laughs) As with most things in life, being a seventh grader was very different this year than it's been in the past. Students, teachers, schools, families, everyone whose life intersects with a school 
has been asked to reinvent and recreate what they do and how they do it several times over during the course of this year. Well, at lunch it was kind of weird because we weren't able to sit close, which was good, but kind of weird because I couldn't hear my friend talking even though he was talking at a normal voice, which was kind of awkward for me. Students had to figure things out on their own as we transitioned from one new way of doing school to another. They tried to figure out shifting requirements, class schedules, expectations, and what day they actually were supposed to attend school. I have a, um, actually I have a group chat where we text, where we texting it. And we just talking about how many off days like we had. And we were like, yeah, including Wednesdays. And I was like, um, we don't have off on Wednesdays. <laughs> and so it's been very psychotic and crazy. For kids at home logging into classes remotely, there was a lot to miss about being in school with other kids. Sometimes it was just the little things, like being able to talk to whoever you want on a rainy day. Um, like being able, like in the, I don't know, like this is like one of the main memories I have like from last year. It's just being able to like, like it'd be like a rainy day outside and like it's like, and like in the lunchroom it's like completely like, it's so awesome because like you can talk to whoever you feel like and I, I just miss being able to talk to people when I can't, like whenever. As a teacher, I became a live streamer delivering lessons from my house when we came back to school entirely online at the beginning of the school year. In February, we transitioned to a hybrid model and I set up my webcams and green screen in my classroom to broadcast to students who had opted to stay home while also working with a smaller group of masked and socially distanced students in front of me in the classroom huddled behind their laptops. The most difficult thing about this would be like the classes being online and how sometimes it doesn't work, sometimes the link won't work, sometimes it bugs out and like it's laggy and I can't hear anything. It's, I don't know how to explain it, it's a lot of things that make it hard. The technology glitches made it difficult for teachers and students. Sometimes trying to communicate just didn't work or was just too difficult. You know, you just like talk to people online. It just, you know, just feels too complicated. Just like, you know, typing something and then sending it and then waiting for them to come back. Or just like talking and waiting them for them to talk back. When you can just talk in person, you can just say, hey, and hey. Just like seeing how like, how like our technology now is just like being all laggy and stuff. We can mostly like, you know, we just hear like, got like robot noises from each other. Students and teachers had to reassess what was important and what to prioritize. For some students, the pressure to keep their grades up was just something that had to be put aside during this school year. And some of the things that have been hard for me to actually look at, like that I barely don't even try to look at, is grades. Even if I don't get like the particular grade that I want, I'm still like, man, I can do better. We can try again. And so, yeah. When we came back into the building, everyone had to get used to being in school with their masks on at all times. This took some getting used to. 
it's just weird because one time um, we were in the auditorium and um, I was leaving because we had just eaten and I guess I had my mask in my bag or something and I was like rushing to get out the door to get to my next class and when I got out of the door like halfway by the library I was like wait I don't have my mask on so I had to like get down and put it on really quickly but yeah, it's definitely really weird being at school and having to wear masks and stuff. And like, when like you want to take a drink, you have to do it really quickly. So sometimes when I need, like, when I want to take my mask off, I'll just pretend I'm drinking just so I can like take it off for one second. When we transitioned to having some students in the building in February, the kids that came back seemed unusually quiet for seventh graders. Everyone was trying to figure out the new dynamics of being in the building. Most of the students that did come back seemed very happy to be in person with their teachers. My parents and my brother, like, he's the kind of kid where you'll, like, walk into his room and he's underneath his chair and his computer's on his desk and he's, like, doing those pew pew pew. Like, he has no attention span. So my parents, without a doubt, were like, you guys are going back to school. I don't care. So I was, like, really excited to go to school because I got to meet you and Miss Sanborn and everyone. Mr. Rose hit me on the back of the head the first day of school. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, so being back in person has helped me a lot with my grades. Um, but French and math are definitely still a struggle for me. The decision whether or not to come back in person was very difficult for most families. Some students couldn't return because of their living arrangements and the fact that they were in the same house with family members at high risk for COVID. But like, if it was up to if it was up to me, I'd be in person. But I, I live with grandparents on both sides of the family, so I gotta wait until we all have the vaccine to come back. So that probably won't be till like later this year, maybe in a few months. Uh, I'll, I'll, I hopefully I'll be back by the end of the year. <laughs> There was a lot to learn as we transitioned from all virtual to hybrid. Wearing a mask while teaching and learning was the easy part. Seventh grade isn't easy in a normal year. These are 12 and 13 year olds trying to figure out a new way of being in school while at the same time trying to figure out who they are. The struggle for me is even though I, I I may seem like a happy person and all because I totally am. I'm still trying to find who I am still as a person where I can level up. On top of all this, during this school year, students were trying to process the huge shifts going on around them in society. A president who wouldn't accept the results of the election he lost, protesters in the streets demanding social justice, random acts of senseless gun violence. We did our best to try to discuss some of the major news events happening almost daily in our Google Meet classes. Sitting home on the computer discussing some of these things. Some of them I actually write down and because I don't usually say, and I should say it, I don't usually say how I feel in class, but I write it down on a piece of paper where 
one day I actually had to do this little meeting where I had to say like how I feel about the you know the Black Lives Matter thing and the and the I had said and I had said one of the words that I had said is outrageous because it's been outrageous and even discussing about it like it just makes me as a person my heart drops every time I hear about anything that happens as as you discussed today actually and when about the incidents that happened in Atlanta and stuff my heart still dropped I, what I've been doing is I've um, I've been praying you know wishing for a better outcome in the world um, I've kind of stopped watching the news because I used to watch the news I've kind of stopped watching the news where to where that stuff starts to happen and I just pray basically wish that everything has a better outcome than what it is and you know that we can hopefully change uh, meditate I write down my thoughts so that's what I yeah that's what I do today. Oh yeah, wait, actually Mr. Stanford, before we finish this, there was a last question that you asked me to describe the COVID-19 impact. And I and I said psychotic. <laughs> I actually I actually I actually want to take that word back a little bit and I wanna put traumatizing. There's actually a reason for traumatizing because the you had like have you seen the as you seen the COVID nineteen um cases have gone up or either gone down um and the as you hear um another protest somebody's got you know killed again so as if like for kids like you know who are like me it was I felt like people might have been traumatized of seeing that all over the world you know. Because people, because the world is like, people want the world to be a better place. And we can't have that if all this stuff is happening to the world where we're trying to make it a better place and surround everybody by good impacts, by good people. And we can't, we can't do that. So I actually want to take that answer back and put that one in. Friday, I'm just gonna stay in the house, you know, just stay in the house, celebrate my, my birthday. But then after the Friday, I'm gonna actually see my friends for the very first time because we haven't been in school. We haven't been in school. Well, they have, but I haven't. So it's gonna be like a first time that we've seen each other ever since Corona happened. I'm gonna be like nervous because I haven't seen them in like. Two years? Two? I'm looking to like, you know, move on, but I'm not actually. The I actually like seventh grade and I liked all my other grades. I feel like seventh grade, like I like this one. I like my teachers. They're all really cool. They're fun. They're fun to learn with. And I feel like seventh grade, like it was, it, even though we could, it was like up and down, it was actually like a ride where I can learn more things. I'll miss it.
Atakai Unboxed is hosted by me, Alec Patton. Our theme music is by Brother Herschel. This episode was written and edited by Isaac Stanford, and the music was performed by Isaac Stanford on dobro, Chris Coyle on bass, and Willie Leibowitz on mandolin. We have a new issue of our print journal, Unboxed, that just came out. You can check that out along with lots more at hightechhighunbox.org. Thanks for listening.